you see the logo, you know what that means. DG back on the streets of season three, ain't on top of we won't touch, and you know you getting nothing but the truth from us. I said I sit back, not just the blue app, YouTube and Instagram, wherever you can view at. I said I sit back, not just the blue app, YouTube and Instagram, wherever you can view at. DG season three, let's go. DG season three, let's go. Let's go. Hey, I'm vibing every week. Hey, me see. Oh, let me see them glasses. Hold up, hold up. Let me let me go a little quick. Yes, man. Hold on, Nisi, you're muted, babes. I can't hear you. I need to get some new glasses. Bye -bye. There we go. Hi, Nisi. Hey. hey. My hair looks so cute this week. Yes. The, the, the fro is froing. Hello, Balthazar is Balthazaring. You hear me? <laughs> Wait, is that J. Sierra with some twists, though? Is it? Let's see. Let's see. Okay. okay. Yeah. I love I'm it. I love it. It like it's super Okay. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to let some of mine loose a little bit. Ooh, yeah, I, baby, so I know them. We know you too, Maddie Moo. That's my little baby girl. gangster. What's up? Damn. Can hey, I say Eddie real quick? Real quick. But, yeah. Today is the 25th anniversary of Biggie Small's death. Yes, 25 years. Still yes, one of the best lyricists to ever touch the mic. 25 years. Still one of the top five dead or alive. You feel me? So, RIP, baby. Word up. We got it. I had to. There we oh, go. Oh, she, she's sitting here typing, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always got to make a little random banner. Word. That's that RIP, Biggie. But anyway, how are you ladies doing? Uh, no way. As fuck. Oh, wait. We got a story. We just stepped into some drama. No, right, my, my laptop, I decided to use it because I left my tablet in the car and I'm like, I know that my phone acts stupid after a certain amount of time. So I said, right. you know what? I'm not using the phone anymore because we haven't had this problem. Right. I'm going to use my laptop. As soon as I turn the shit on, of course, it tells me, oh, you need to restart. I was like, I'm not doing a restart. We're not doing this right now. Like, nah. I'm behind. I'm late. I'm not restarting nothing. It keeps right. popping up in the corner like a restart is required for your audio. A restart is required. For I'm like, bitch, this is a new computer. What do you want from me? No. Right. You're going to be tired. Of you going to be all right. When we, when we get in you and the Mavor and the mother is on the screen. Right. Hello. We trying to we trying to have some little Mavora DG love before the season's over. Because we we waiting we waiting for this collab. Let's collab. <laughs> we definitely gonna come through. I'm gonna definitely at least try to get two more of my Mavoras to come up in here. Damn. Well, I'm in here on a Wednesday because we also have urban updates on Wednesdays as well, and it airs at nine. But uh, because our time moved up, it kind of like helps a little bit too. It works so, out. Snow got me here. Well, I'm glad. We glad, it's, whatever, wait, whatever so, your reason so is. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. You're not down here. Yeah. We yeah. had a snow day today. I didn't go to work. Oh, shit. I could use shit. some jazz logos. Hello? Because when we get in jazz, we just sing. Like, <laughs> I'll, put in, I'll put in a word for that, too. I got you. Good, good, good. All right. Let's jump right into stuff. Because we, we actually got a lot to talk about tonight. So let's start with Spotted in Discussion Gang. Because she really just sat there and smiled at this fucking. 
<laughs> I thought you was about to go all the way into it. So I'm like, right, like what? <laughs> and then like, I'm sorry. I'm like, really? I had a lot of fun. Like, man. Man. Segment things. <laughs> all right. Spotted and discussion gang. So this week there was a story. We have to have more than one spotted discussion gang this week, but we'll start with this one. Uh, people are sharing what healthy marriages look like after this man upgraded his plane ticket to business class and left his wife alone in economy. So this is a Am I the Asshole story. I'm not going to read the entire story, but I'm going to all Oh, what? What happened? Nah, go ahead. I'm, I'm uh-oh in the story. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> you scared me because I got to switch pages to see what I'm doing. So <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to read the whole story. I'll skim through it. So man and a woman, they're on a plane. They're going to Japan. So just for clarity, they're in the United States. Japan is a very far plane ride. Right. Okay? It's probably not even nonstop because they don't fly nonstop that far normally, but this is a long flight. Anyway, they're going on a month-long vacation. Okay. So they're supposed to be sitting next to each other. Obviously, you know, you book a plane with somebody, you sit next to each other, and the man is saying that he had enough miles that he was offered an upgrade to business class, but only him. Mm. So his wife is getting upset about it. There is a 12-hour flight, she's saying, and it's overnight. So the husband is like, I don't think it really is going to matter because we're going to be asleep the whole time. And he told her that he thinks, he, basically he said that she's jealous. Like he said, it, he's the way he worded it, he's like, oh, I was kind of like trying to tease and joke about it, but that made her more upset. But, <laughs> I, I, and to me, I'm like, well, obviously. And now she's telling him, to try to switch back to economy. And he's like, hell no, I'm not missing my opportunity to sit in business class. Not the opportunity. Right. Well, <laughs> for, you know, some folks like, like me, business class, first class or whatever is not coming along every day. All right. So, and then, so basically he wants to know if he's the asshole for switching up to economy telling his wife that she's jealous and like being like, get over it kind of. You can't use the jealous word though. That's one. Like, sir, don't don't do all that. Use the one last side of it. This is giving um, me like a Sheila vibes, okay? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. For her to drive up the mountain so he could have his side piece. Hey, I ain't getting the burgundy sweatsuit either. Like, bruh, you, we going. <laughs> we're gonna be on the same regular ass flight together, sir. Regular. Uh, I think I can translate what what Yenny said. She said that son of a bitch getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Yanni's been helping me with my Spanish, and I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. So here's my there's a, there's some questions that arise for me that some people ask them, and some of them are just my own questions as well. First of all, did he build up these miles on his own or were some right. that's that's I a legit question. That's a, it's an important question because if some of those miles are hers, then don't disrespect me, sir. You disrespected now, like. <laughs> You just, I don't know how miles work per se. I don't really fly like that much and like collect miles and shit. So I really don't know how it works. But some other people ask that. So I'm assuming it's a valid question. Like, are all of those miles his? To me, if I'm the wife and my husband is offered business class, like I said, that doesn't come along every day for people like us. We're not, you know, balling out of control like that. I would tell him to go and enjoy it until he starts calling me jealous and yeah, starts invalidating like my feelings lie. about it now, you now you're lie. doing too much now you i'm mad to to the fuck out. Yeah, like 
Because that's to me where he lost it. I actually don't think he's the asshole for going to business class. I think he's the asshole for talking to her that way. I agree. I just think he's an asshole. So, um, I'm not saying you can't enjoy some shit without me. I'm just saying, bro, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, no, like we're in this together. So what does that mean? He'll get there before her too? No, business class is on the same flight, but also oh, they're still on the same flight. But yeah, it's just the better, up. like the first class kind of the accommodations, the food, the drinks, all that like shit that you don't get. No, like, you're not about to be living lavish <laughs> while I'm sitting in coach. I, I get I'm that. I, I, I agree. I'm drinking Dasani. That's what I'm right. drinking Evian. Like. Why couldn't he save it for a boy trip? If it right. was optional to save the, the miles for another trip, then I would have told him to do that. Because now we're on a 12-hour flight, and I'm crunched up back here with my back hurting, and you laid up in business. Yeah, if, you, now if, you could, like, if you could save it for a different time, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But if not, you just man. If, if he could have saved them, then I changed my answer. <laughs> I never, and I and I imagine he could have because there's no there's no like scenario like you just lose your miles yeah like, like there's no scenario <laughs> where I think that's the option like so now I didn't think of that until just now but now I do think yeah maybe he's more of the asshole like they they offered him the upgrade but it's not like it was an upgrade that had to be for that flight or it's gonna expire right like, so you really could have like you could have done it on a solo trip, on a trip with your boys. Let them sit in economy while you in, in business class because you're not responsible. If you're on a twelve hour flight, can we like? I know that you technically can't, but could you get in cool with one of the flight attendants and be like, you know what? I'm gonna have my wife. Can she swap off with me? Like, if if we're sleeping the whole flight, like halfway through, right? Let's take turns. Type. Let's shit. take turns. I don't like, know if that's an option, but that's a good question. I would at least ask. I would be buddy buddied up with all the flight attendants. Like, hey, listen, like. I know you only offered me the one upgrade. I'm here with my wife. Um, do you think it would be an issue? Like, just be mad, just cordial about it. Like, not yeah. we're not asking for extra alcohol. We're not asking for extra snacks. I'm just asking that as I'm sleeping on this flight, it wouldn't be okay if my wife took the first shift to sleep and then we swapped off. Like, to, just, right. just make it mad, that's, casual. That's legit, though. Because he said they're going to sleep the whole flight anyway. Nisi said what happened. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, Nisi said what happened to Ryder died. She, she not wrong. She's not wrong. He probably ain't even tried to said he she's not wrong either. He probably didn't. Cause not the way, not the way he's telling this story. Cause if he did try, because he's the one that posted this. He would have said he that he tried. tried. He'd have been bragging on that. He'd be like, yeah, oh well, exactly. I, I did my best to take her with me. I, I, I. Like, and when you try, you could talk the shit that you talk. Like him saying her her being jealous is like the biggest annoying part of it all is like, look, I tried to do this, uh, uh, and then she or she told me to do it, and now she mad. Like that's different. That would be a different story to me. Exactly. If she said, "Nah, go ahead," and then flipped around and got mad later, well, now she's the asshole. Exactly. I hate when people do that, and I try really hard not to do that. I don't think I normally do. I won't say I've never, but I don't think that that's a thing I normally do. But that's that's kind of an asshole move. Like when you tell somebody something's okay. And then later you change your mind when they did whatever it was that you said was okay. Right. That's a mess. That's bullshit. Uh, I would I would hate to see that. Like, eh. I don't want to see that. Speaking of things I do want to see, though. 
Let's jump into our first ever segment of DG Reviews. Why the fuck did you just turn into a goddamn superhero? Because, because, I'm, I'm, because I'm super proud of my drop. Because I'm super proud of this. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Captain DG, bitch. Yo. <laughs> okay. Hey. I can see why you were super proud of that. <laughs> Yo, I will say I didn't wow. make that one. LT did the whole thing. He put music on that one when he sent it to me. So that's his beats and music. Oh, yeah, credit. I'm sure he'll I can't take credit for our, our, <laughs> our media man, our media team. What do you call him? Our media team captain, head of this, the media team, <laughs> like <laughs> our head of media. <laughs> Whatever you know. Right. What you know. Anyway, let's talk about. We have two things I want to talk about. Which I'm gonna let y'all pick which one we go to first. The new Medea movie. Or Love is Blind season two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You pick Macy. No. You go ahead. Nah, you now you go ahead. No, just like, <laughs> y'all passing it back and forth. <laughs> um, I'ma say I'ma say let's start with the Medea movie because I feel like Love is Blind is a little bit more involved. Did y'all both watch it? Yes. Okay. Oh, look at that. See, our, our viewers are saying start with the Medea movie anyway. Okay. So, um, I'm going to be honest. So, remember, Nisi, I posted on Facebook. I said, at first I said the movie was funny. Then I said I didn't like the way it ended. Mm-hmm. I realized that because I missed something. And it clicked to me, like, hours later. I was like, wait a minute. That's not what happened. Here's what I what the mistake I made. And let me, oh. <laughs> and saying both of those things are trash, which, <laughs> I mean, sometimes we watch trash stuff. You know, it's uh, it's kind of what happens. Thank you. Um, anyway, sorry, I'm typing a spoiler alert banner. Thank you. I was just about to Before say, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for the new Medea movie. If you haven't seen it yet, we're about to discuss it in depth. Um, So the part that I missed that didn't make sense to me at first, you know, so the son was trying to come out to his family, right? Yeah. And he came out, he said whatever he said. And then later they pointed out that he came out, but Davy, which was the, the light-skinned dude that he came with, didn't. Mm-hmm. I thought yes. that just meant, hmm, he came out, but Davy didn't want to say nothing in front of his aunt and grandma or whoever was, you know, his family. Right. So I thought that's what they were saying. And then at the end, when it came out that he was with the mom, everybody was like kind of encouraging the relationship. And they was like, you got to go after him. Maybe you can go with him to Ireland. And whatever like that and it was convincing to trying to convince the son to forgive her and i'm like why is everybody trying to convince him to be okay with this and stay with me for a second and then at the graduation he keeps referring to him as his best friend is with my mom my best friend is with my mom my best friend is with my mom i thought the whole time that he was his boyfriend well yeah until that's what you're supposed to think i thought that until he came out and tried to, like, he said that he was with the mom. And I'm like, oh, they was never together. No, I didn't. That's not when it clicked for me. I thought <laughs> that that was his boyfriend and he really secretly been fucking the mom, too. And I'm like, yeah. why is everyone trying to encourage you them to be together when the mom is this gay it. boy from her son? You thought it was mad shit going on. And I'm like, why is everybody like, nah, you should be happy for them. No, no but Danielle, no, no, he's fucking both listen, of y'all. That's not right. In your defense, that's some Tyler Perry shit. So I, I'm not even I'm saying, that. like, that's some Tyler Perry shit. That's so some Tyler Perry shit. Like, I'm sitting here, I'm so confused. And at the graduation and stuff, and at, at the afterwards, he's like, Oh, I forgive y'all. Hope y'all have a good life. I'm like, huh? She stole your boyfriend, bro. <laughs> he was bending you over last night, and now he's bending her over. Like, 
I'm so confused. I'm like, why is everybody telling him be okay with it? Why is everyone encouraging this? It was hours later after I've been finished watching the movie. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe they was never boyfriends, and I just assumed that. (laughs) (laughs) You were definitely supposed to assume that. Yeah, that's what you were initially supposed to assume, though. It, it was supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? They look like they came together, they go together, like, da-da-da-da. Because it was a vague conversations, like, oh, we, like, like you're going to come out to your family. And then he said something about, oh, you didn't tell your family something, something, whatever he said. Right. When they was in the car. So it definitely was implied. I just didn't pick it up quick enough. Yeah. And I'm just going to have to take the L for that. That's funny <laughs> as a bitch. That's I feel like the people who were bothered by all the surprise things that happen in the movie. I feel like I'm determined, like people really look for shit to complain about. Like people love to cut Tyler Perry's ass for bad writing and bad production. But if you watch his plays, all his movies are the plays. Are literally the plays. I'm so literally, this movie literally. is the farewell play. That's true. So you already knew what was going to happen. So when these things happened, I was like, this seems familiar. When I first started watching the movie, I'm like, this seems familiar, but it had a different name. So that's why I didn't mm-hmm. put two and two together. But a lot of them, a lot of them doing a lot of the plays, like he's taken shit from the plays and put them in different movies already or name the play uh, something yeah. else, but he'll take from a different, or name the movie something else, but he actually takes something from a different play. He do that yeah. shit all the time. If you grew up watching Tyler Perry plays, I got Thank Tyler you. Perry DVD plays sitting in my shit. Me like, too. Right now, like, you know what I mean? Like, so you know- I definitely don't a think of- a lot of people have watched the plays. That, But that's like- If you know Tyler Perry, then this none of this was a surprise to you. So yeah. like, a lot of people I, who were shocked about the mom being with the son, um, the son's uh, best friend, I'm like, that was in the play. I feel like that was in a play already. Yeah. So it didn't really surprise me. And then other people were upset about the narrative <laughs> that the mom, that the single black mom who got done dirty by her husband, she couldn't do no better than her son's best friend. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't look at that perspective. But I don't feel like that paints a narrative about black women. I just felt like, oh, that's just Tyler being messy per usual. So yeah, that's not like a thing that happens to black women all the time. That's right, really, right. That's very specific. And to be honest, now that I realize that that's not his boyfriend, I actually don't see a problem with the relationship. Neither. Yeah. I get that, you know, he's upset that it was kept a secret. And I would obviously not want my best friend to fuck one of my parents. Right. But- <laughs> Y'all know what surprised me, though? It surprised me that this shit was on Netflix. Because Tyra Perry uh, Studios. BT Plus. Uh, but yeah, they literally operate BT Plus. So, like, I'm like, why was this on Netflix? <laughs> like, all I think it's because on- it was homecoming to do the Beyonce yeah, thing. Yeah, to do Beyonce thing. But, like, all his shit is on BT Plus. So, I, I like, in my head, I'm like, but then it was really, like, homecoming. The shit was, like, damn near, yeah, the same, like, Beyonce shit and blah, 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 blah. Um, but I was like, why is this on Netflix? Like, I was just a little confused about it, but me too. I was like, fuck it, get that Netflix back. So, honestly, I feel like if they didn't, um, now I like that you know he built a relationship with her mom, so it's not like her mom, the mom was just fucking him, but you know, she was they grown, so I get I get the upset with the son, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, so you held this from him for two years, you've been dating his mom, not just fucking her. Like, 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 like,
I, they kept using the wrong terms to me. My brain was disconnected like, when they said valedictorian. I'm like, is he in high school or college? Because I don't I, think college has a valedictorian. Like, I, I was a little isn't calm. it stigma cum laude or whatever the case? But I'm like, stigma cum laude does mean like graduated with highest honors. I don't think most colleges have a valedictorian, especially right. because there's different majors and stuff like that. Exactly. So that's a good point. I didn't really think of that. He definitely wasn't not, not supposed to be portrayed as high school, I don't think. Yeah. That, it, but that's what my brain college. kept going there because the valedictorian word. Yeah, every time they said valedictorian, I'm like... Yeah. Right, I'm like, <laughs> college? Because they mentioned him being like his early 20s or some shit when they, when they right. talked about how old the boyfriend was. Blah, 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 blah. That's um, a good point because I didn't, I didn't, that didn't click to me. So and like, nowhere in fucking America, when you make a speech exposing somebody like that, they would have been cut your mic. They would have cut your mic. Nobody ran up on him. Like, what up, Trace? Hey, LT. Hey. Here comes the sickiest. He <laughs> got my nerves. <laughs> Please don't intro him in. Uh, I have. She, she, she got rid. She got rid of his fucking intro because he ain't fucking make ours. And that's just he ain't make ours yet. We we in season three. We still don't got intros. Like, <laughs> thank you. What just happened? How did thank how you. did we allow this to happen? I don't understand. Shit. I think that we were just making sure we met all the deadlines for our regular shit. So we yeah, like, we had other shit. Either, either we all get one or we just stop playing his. Guys, like, by the way, we suck at deadlines. We're the fucking absolute worst. So we're not we're wonderful sad. at deadlines. We but on screen, it seemed like we're great at deadlines. You know. <laughs> it always comes together. It seems like that. But. what You know what we are great at? What? Booking dope guests to come on the show. Ow. <laughs> so backstage, we have the host of Passion Pod. And frankly, I could give him a big, huge introduction because he's got a lot going on. But actually, I'm going to let him tell y'all about himself so he could brag about himself. You know, actually, wait a minute, because LT's here, too. So we bringing in LT and the guests. <laughs> so welcome our Dude, guest, the host of Passion Pod, Chris. Hey! Yo! Yeah. On the big screen. Hi, Chris. Yeah. There we go. How you doing? Hello. Nice to see you. How's it going today? Oh my God, so good. It's one of the best days ever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I believe. Like I, I wasn't really confident about that. <laughs> a, a little bit of that seemed a little, little, little fabricated. No, no, it was a really good day. I started my day. I woke up and I made myself coffee and a smoothie, and I sat in my hot tub. I'm listening to music for like an hour and a half, and then wait, I went my hot you got a hot tub? He said he got yeah, a hot I got a hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> All right now, it's on, my, it's on my three season porch, so even when it's snowing, oh, he got seasons. Oh, wait a minute, yeah, I'm in Wisconsin. We got coupled upon here. Hold on, wait a minute. Shit. What is the capacity of your hot tub, sir? I just want to know for scientific purposes. Mind your business. But yeah, no, it was a slow, nice, easy, like working to my day. And then I went to my store and like, I love hanging out at my store. So I hung out and I just reopened my store for the year because I closed it for January and February. I own a skateboard shop. And so I reopened oh, nice. the year last week. And so everybody's coming through just, you know, saying what's up and seeing how I am and whatever, catching up. So I got to catch up with a bunch of friends, got a bunch of new merchandise in, a bunch of my own like stuff is getting printed right now. And then I'm nice. with you guys, and I got another interview that I'm excited about tomorrow. So, yeah, it's nice. good. Yeah, congrats, congrats on the reopening. Congrats on the reopening. Yeah, thanks, man. 
So what do you do? So at the skateboard shop, you like customize boards or you just fix them or like the repair shop? You know, all that, you know, I open my, let's see, I open my shop's called Passion Board Shop. So it's like same name, basically. Okay. It'll turn eight years old already next month. So Ooh, I, congratulations, brother. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. I opened that when I was 23. I'm going to be 32 in May. Do you say, do you like? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, he, I'm about to say, if you know, sure he got he, passion. <laughs> I want to know what, what, what state, state do you live in that you have a three-season porch? Wisconsin, he's in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Wisconsin, okay. So it's cold, cold right now. It's like everything's all icy. What's a three-season porch? What does that mean? It, it it means you don't typically go out there during the winter because it's way too cold. But it's like a screened-in porch, so that way the other months you would sit out there. Uh, it's like I, I have hey, a chair out there so I can drink coffee and stuff and have my hot. Hey, Chris, where where you coming? I got a screened-in living room, so you know what I'm saying. That's yeah, what <laughs> screened-in. You're biased. You just got here, like you know it, you know like, Just got here. Yeah, but yeah, I opened that shop almost eight years ago already. That was kind of what I wanted to do from when I was a kid. You know, I grew up skateboarding my whole life. So that's what I always wanted to do. I opened that up and then I've been doing that ever since. And then I started my show two and a half years ago now. I started figuring okay. when I when my shop turned five years old, that's when I kind of started thinking I needed another project, something yeah. else to work on. Respect it. So what made you what inspired the passion podcast? Because I read your like instagram and i was just like he seems like he and i've seen a few of your interviews too i was just like yo he really does seem passionate about what he does or speaking to people who are passionate about what they do what after you know your shop turn five and you started the podcast like what inspired you to start the podcast well i was the guest on somebody else's like skateboarding podcast out of the midwest before that and i just had a lot of fun i thought it was really cool um, but I kind of had a business mind, you know, and I, I went on this show and it was very much like a mellow little thing. It was mm -hmm. some other skateboarders. We were all drinking beer on the show. It was just super mellow. And I remember when I was driving home from it, I was just thinking like, no offense, but I could do this like a lot better. Like, <laughs> Period. Respect. Respect. We weren't taking it really seriously, you know, Which yeah. fine, but I like to take things seriously, whatever project I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I was interested in doing it from then. Um, and then it, another year or so went past, maybe two years, I don't remember, quite a while. And I wanted to start expanding my brand. So passion is like my brand. I have apparel and everything, you know? And nice. I'd gotten to this point where like all my friends my age, they don't skate anymore. And they would always tell me that, they, you know, they would want to wear my stuff, but they don't skate and they don't want to be posers. And I thought it was stupid. I'm like, well, you, <laughs> you can support a small business. You don't have to skate to wear right. a brand. Well, because yeah. I definitely don't go to the gym. I got plenty of fitness. And who shirts. knows that you don't <laughs> skate anymore? Yeah, like, well, yeah, exactly. And ask all them people wearing them Thrasher shirts if oh they Oh, my skate. God. Yeah, that's a whole nother whole. That's a wrap. I forget about that. <laughs> that was the question I was going to ask you. Does that bother you when you see people wearing, like, Thrasher skateboard stuff, knowing they can't skateboard? It just, it just means that they're giving money to the industry. So, like, mm. okay. good for them. You know what I mean? Somebody who deserves the money is making it. And the people at Thrasher, like, they're still as core as they get. It's been like an overblown brand, but it, it's still all skater run and everything. Like the, those people deserve the money they're making. But, but I yeah. never knew Drasher was skateboard. What's that? I never knew Drasher was a skateboard That's company. What I'm saying everybody like was wearing the shirts and the apparel. Yeah. And stuff. A lot of people don't even know like what it means or what it's well, from. So it's it's referred to as the skate bible, but it's the magazine. It's like the main magazine and media company behind skateboarding. They don't make skateboards. 
but like Welcome. every major video part, every news thing, everything comes through their website these days. And their magazine is the only one that's like still running. That's like a major thing. They put money into a lot of different events and they're just like the biggest media company. Um, nice. But anyways, yeah. So I wanted to expand my brand and I wanted people who didn't skate to be able to wear my stuff. So I asked this rapper in my town who's like really good. His name's Miles Boulevard. I asked him if he wanted to be a brand ambassador for passion for my brand and wear like my clothing at his shows. And he was stoked. And he said, yeah, let's do it. So I asked him to come and kick it with me for my house so I could get to know him better before he's wearing my brand everywhere. And so he came over, we had a couple of beers and ended up talking for a good couple hours. And I remember at the end of the conversation, I told him, Hey dude, like this kind of sounds random but this would have been a really good podcast and i've been thinking about doing podcast like doing one for quite a while what do you think about coming over in a week and then recording it and i, I don't know if i would use it and he said yeah sure so a week later i have a picture of us we're sitting in like my chairs in front of my fireplace and we have my laptop just set up between us no microphones or anything just like the built-in audio and we recorded and it was way better than i thought it would have been so then after that, I hit up another friend of mine who um, owned, a, owned a pet care company. And because this was the point, right, is I interviewed him to talk about things he's passionate about. I saw that like link mm -hmm. where it was like, we have all this stuff in common because I own a skateboard shop, which was my dream as a kid. He's pursuing music to do the things he wants to do, right? So I hit up my other friend to do this like pet care one. She came over. This time I wrote questions and kind of had it like set up ahead of time. And it mm -hmm. went way better than I expected. So then I kind of had the ball rolling and I was like, okay, so this is going to be something. And so I decided I wanted to do a 10 episode season, kind of like an album mm -hmm. where I did the entire mm -hmm. thing, had it all edited. And I wanted each guest to be from like a different industry to kind of show you that it doesn't That's matter right. what your passion is. There are ways that you can pursue that and make yeah. money and have that be a living. Speak so about it. That's what I'm saying. So I ended up doing all 10 episodes. Um, and then I gave myself a month to market and promote it after I was done editing it before I put anything out. And then I was able to get a hold of my local radio station. Um, and so from the very first episode, my show premiered on the radio as well as on nice. Apple and everywhere else. And then because I was on the radio, <laughs> everybody started reaching out to be on my show, like all local. Mm. Stuff. They saw it was good promotion. Oh, that's why. Yeah. You know? Nice. So I ended up being able to get plenty of guests from there. And then it just, you know, snowballed. It really like it got easier and easier as I did it. I got better equipment as you know time went on. I started to gain a little bit more notoriety in my hometown, which allowed me to get a hold of other kinds of guests. And I found really quickly that like we all have so much. If we're anyone who's doing something that they're passionate for, passionate about for a living, it's like we have a ton in common and we connect like on a pretty cool level. So mm -hmm. it ended up becoming a pretty big part of my life at this point. I mean, nice. my store is still my main income source, but like I make decent money off my show and I travel for it and I put probably almost about as much energy into that as I do my own store. So it's a pretty big thing these days. And that was, that would was, you the, say that the, I'm sorry. My bad. But I would, I would. Uh, would you say that the passion is what drove your podcast and your business to be successful? Cause like I know some people who do podcasts and, their objective is literally to get go viral, mm -hmm. make money, but they don't have a plan for what happens next. But they want to go viral, start making money, and make it some big thing. But there's like no real, no, no real goal. So yeah, what well, do you think? What was your objective when you first made the thing? And do you think that that objective makes your podcast successful? 
Yeah, you the money should always be a secondary thing. It, it's never if that's what your goal is, you're not going to get it. And anybody you talk to who has money, they'll tell you the same thing, unless they're you know in stocks or something. But no. So when I opened my store, a big part of it was when I was growing up and I was like say 15, I was skateboarding downtown in my city every single day. And the locally owned skateboard shop that used to exist back then, it was called Underloud, was like the clubhouse for all of us. Like, like I would take the city bus downtown and go there instead of go home. And that's where we all hung out. And it was just this like cool vibe. And the older dudes who own the skateboard shop, I looked up to a lot. So I, I it w and it was never about sales, you know, and they didn't do very well. They eventually went out of business. But I remembered as I got older, like how cool oh a place that was, you know, you good? Yeah. Oh BRB. Uh, okay. Continue, Chris. Um, Continue. <laughs> Well, I remembered how cool the like place it was for all of us. And I had had my first kid and a bunch of like things happened in my life. I, my <sighs> parents split up. My dad almost died and had a heart transplant. A whole bunch of like big things, you know, yeah. where I kind of rethought my life a bit. And I was just thinking like, man, if I died tomorrow, like would I be cool? Like would I be happy with how I spent my time? Would I be mm. proud of it? And at the time I was working at Verizon and just didn't, you know, it was it was money, but I didn't really like it. And so the wheels were turning of like, OK, well, we have escaped. We have a city that could support, you know, a, a skate shop. We had just got our first free public park built, which I helped fundraise for for years. And the point of the the store, more so than it being a store, was I wanted to put myself in a position to mentor kids in my area. I wanted to be that, that cool older brother that. I'm already a parent. So like, I, I know how to change what I'm saying. I know it's appropriate with different kids yeah. and I kind of like be that good influence to mentor them and, and help lift them up. And as time went by, you know, like I said, by the time of the shops five years old, I've seen kids that were in middle school end up getting accepted to college and moving away. You know, like wow. I saw kids that were 17 when they were juniors graduating college, <laughs> having like real jobs. And I know that I at least had some influence on it. And the point with the show was an extension of that. I felt like in my store, I could only really have these conversations, you know, with so many people at a time, you know, mm -hmm. a handful of kids whatever each year were kind of the crop that I was kind of helping. But through the show, the point was to inspire whoever's listening to try to pursue their dreams and show them that like, if you listen to what this guest does and their story and this guest and this guest from all these different things, you can kind of pick and choose and learn a lot of lessons that will help you to be able to pursue whatever your passion is kind of, it could be anything, you know? And I felt like the show was the next extension of like, this is how I can help mentor way, way more people. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't about going viral to like make money or get notoriety. It was like, this is the best Avenue for me to be able to help as many people as possible. And yeah. I do believe that it's going to get, you know, get bigger. Um, I had a really cool, it's kind of a tangent, but this happened yesterday and it doesn't, Happens once in a great while, but it was really awesome. Um, like I said, people have been coming in since my shop reopened for the season. And this lady came in. She was probably like early, mid-20s. I didn't recognize her, but she came in to show her friend the shop because she had been talking to him about my show, I guess. And apparently like a year and a half ago, I had mentioned when she was in my store that I had the show and she should check it out. I guess she started listening to it after that. And she came into my store specifically to tell me that after listening to my show for a while, she got so inspired by it that she quit her corporate job she was at working for this like laboratory and decided to chase being an illustrator. And now she's a full-time illustrator for children's books. Wow. Nice. That's beautiful, like, man. You know, 
the fact that I had anything to do with that yeah. is so awesome, you know? And it's not like you get stories like that every day, but when it happens, it's like that's it make you feel good. That's extremely fucking cool. Yeah, Yeah. you're dropping gems right now because I'm like, I work a corporate job, and every day I think about a way to quit that job, Uh and not just because I'm annoyed (laughs) by it, but because I'm passionate about other things. things, I have discussion game when when and we're moving in such a great like direction Mm -hmm. with Danielle and the team. It's crazy. I have my um my media team of and we're doing all these great things, all these other opportunities are coming up. And I'm glad that I still have, you know, a stable way to make an income. But at the same time, it's like, my passion is not here. I right. like what I do, but my yeah. passion is somewhere else. And you're just dropping gems. I'm like, you don't even know, like, right. You, yeah, things, the wheels are turning. <laughs> the wheels you know, are there's, turning. A, there's a pretty famous book called a man's search for meaning. Are you familiar with that book? I love that book. Gonna be. Yeah. See, you know, I've I'm read talking- it. Um, so it's by this guy, Victor Frank, and he was, this was during the Holocaust and he was a scientist. Mm -hmm. He was a Jewish scientist that the Nazis kind of like made him do things he didn't want to do. Right. But he wrote this book about his experience. And basically like the point of it was he was, he was explaining how you could have two people, right. Two, two, um, two Jewish people in the concentration camps that were like totally the same on a physical level Mm -hmm. and some would die really fast. And others that were just skin and bones could push through what seemed like impossible. And why they could do anything. Why could they wake up every day and keep doing that? They shouldn't be able to survive that. And really what it came down to and what the book is about is saying, if you have something, something that you're chasing, if you, if you feel your life has meaning that you'll be able to push for so much more. And I think that's, what's really important, right? Mm -hmm. Is not the money that you make from anything because money is just a tool to help you, had the lifestyle that you want. That's a fact, right? But really, it's the fulfillment that you want to have. You want to feel fulfilled by how you spend your time. Ideally, if you have some kind of business sense, you can make enough money, you know, doing what that thing is to be able to get by. But mm-hmm. being able to do something that makes you feel fulfilled every day, that's why when you ask me how my day was, I'm like, dude, it was great. I love today. Yeah. You know? I was just hanging out. I didn't make a lot of money today, but it didn't matter. But it was still a good day. You had to make a lot of money right. to be yeah. a good day. <laughs> So I just feel I like I'm sitting amongst someone who's like, you know, like those like guru people, like people who are like guru minded, like <laughs> you, you get about guru energy, like like you just drink like fruit waters and you know wheatgrass and you just you just chill. You might smoke weed, like you giving off that kind of vibe. It's just like I'm gonna be honest, Nisi. I got the same vibe from him, which is how he ended up on this show because he and I were talking from our group um, Instagram account. And I was like, he was letting me kind of pick his brain about how he grew his social media following, how he grew his show and everything. And he was really open with, like, he was not gatekeeping any right, of the success tips. And yeah. he just gave them vibes. And I was like, you know what? Why don't you just come on our show and we'll just pick it up from there. And here we are. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. You're talking me up quite a bit, but I do appreciate it. If you guys like, as far as like plants go, I don't smoke, but look at my... <laughs> I love it. Instagram, you'll see this is where I record, but I have like a pretty significant amount of art and plants in my home. I try to keep my space like very, very calming because my life's so like fast paced. Yeah. I'm always going places. So I very intentionally have my house be as like relaxing and calming and rejuvenating as it can be. You might end up being able to hear it in the background, but I have a big grandfather clock that I inherited from my grandfather I in the corner. Grandfather clock. So nice. 
Yeah, I got That's that so thing cool. going off every 15 minutes. I got my fireplace usually crackling, crackling so it's got like the nice smell. It's such a vibe. It's yeah. a vibe. <laughs> it's some of them like little twinkly lights, which I think I see some twinkly I tagged our member um, Blue because he is the plant. He loves plants. His house used to always be full of so many plants when I... That's my friend that I met when I lived in Thailand. That's how you lived in Thailand for a year. I, I went to Thailand. I, well, I got no, he's there. Thailand he found it. He <laughs> like three years ago, I went to Thailand for three weeks during the middle of the winter. And seriously, it's like incredible. It's the way better version of Hawaii in my oh, opinion. It was great. You know I lived there I mean? for a year and I was teaching kindergarten. There. There's there. daylight pollution there. All the food's fantastic. It's not commercialized. Everyone's got to go to Thailand. And as far as like whoever just made that that note about the air quality, I'm not kidding. My air tastes and smells better than anywhere else that I go. And it's like noticeable to me. Yeah, I'm sure though. Interview people and I can't hardly breathe out there. It's such poison. But yeah. I keep my space. The plants, they help. Everyone should have some plants. Are I love um, I do not have a green thumb though. I kill them so fast. It's really, really? bad. And I, I guess, and I love plants. It's so sad. Some really easy cheap ones. <laughs> some seriously easy ones. I wanted to get plants for my balcony, but my balcony doesn't get any sun, which is great for the summertime because it doesn't get too hot. But like, not only are we on the side of the building that doesn't get any sun, but we also have a ginormous tree right outside of our balcony so there is no sunlight there there's a lot of plants that don't need hardly any sunlight i googled like that and i am going to find them i didn't yet but we i'm got like find ferns them. And stuff you know what i mean ferns grow in the forest underneath trees they don't like to be in direct sun mm. <laughs> we can talk plants on a different you know okay yeah yeah, yeah we talk plants I love blue said, <laughs> if you think thailand's better than hawaii then you weren't here long enough for it to destroy your soul blue lives oh, in thailand uh, so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's the friend that I made while I was there. What part of Thailand did you go to? Um, I flew into Chiang Mai and then I went south and kind of island hopped. I was in uh, Suratani and Copenhagen and a bunch of places. <laughs> I love traveling. Oh, um, I visited Chiang Mai for a little bit and I visited uh, Koh Chang as far as the islands. I visited a bunch sure. of different parts of Thailand, but I lived in Bangkok. So when you said there was like less pollution, I was like, oh, he didn't go to Bangkok. Oh, no, I didn't go to Bangkok. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like a spot to go, obviously. It's a huge city, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not like that into huge, massive cities. I mean, it's just not my thing. They're cool. You know, I've traveled a lot. I've been to Asia twice, Europe three times, South America. I've been like around. But the big city thing, I don't really seek that out. London was like one of my not favorite places that I've been, you know, but like the islands of, of Thailand, that was where it was at. There's so few people, you know what I mean? You yeah. can just be out in nature. I mean, there's monkeys and stuff just walking around. It was awesome. I played with monkeys. Wait, <laughs> That's I don't think I cool. when I played with monkeys, but. <laughs> <laughs> they steal your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not kidding. They absolutely don't. So that hangover <laughs> stuff was real, is what you yeah. said. Yeah. Like, absolutely real. Thing. No, for real. I was kayaking around through mangroves and they warned us like, you got to make sure you have all your stuff stuffed down by your feet. If you have anything up, they're going to grab it. And I was kayaking and a little monkey hopped over, grabbed my water bottle from me and ran away. Oh like, my right gosh. Island. That was like, <laughs> okay. Really okay, cool. that's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, fuck me, I guess. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Are you vegan, it's Chris? only nice there during the winter, you know what I mean? Otherwise, it's like monsoon season and hot. But middle of the winter, it's Oh my like, God, fucking fantastic. rainy season. Yeah. <laughs> Not only the rain, but the mosquitoes. 
Yeah, well, yeah, the bugs are. I oh, yeah, I don't do mosquitoes. Forget. That was terrible. The mosquitoes. What well, a spider you said? Yeah, I saw a spider that was just mm. massive. I'm talking oh, yeah, about no. like absolutely not. Won't be going to Thailand. And it was nope. yellow, like black and bright, bright yellow. It was nope, I'm good. That's not like a that's like a Spider-Man villain. I'm good. I'm not doing this. Dude. Yeah, I went I went up into the mountains to go zip lining, and it was up there. Like it was, it was on like their area where they had their like cabana thing, you know, where you could eat and stuff. It was there, and everyone's taking pictures of it. And I was sitting way closer than I was trying to do before I realized it was there. Oh my God, I jumped up. Really fast. Like, nope, 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 nope. Absolutely not. Wow. He's a beauty, ain't he? No, he's not. No, at all. absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, there's. Tra- I mean, traveling's awesome. I think everyone should travel. You know, I talk about on my show. I think life experiences, like that's where you learn a lot from, and a lot of people. What's weird to me is people immediately jump into college and they don't think mm-hmm. anything of like spending $15,000 a year to go to college when they don't really know what they want to do. Right. I always tell people like, you know, especially if you have any like entrepreneurship intention or any interest in that, if you were to take $15,000 out as a loan for a business and full time just attack trying to open a business on your own, give yourself a year to try to make it. Even if you fail, you're going to learn way, way, way more than you ever would from a year of college. I, and I don't know why we don't like encourage people to do that more often. I think true, I'm true. Glad that I gr- was already graduated with my two degrees before I moved to Thailand because mm-hmm. I feel like I did. I did that in 2019, so I'm 30 now. We're talking like two years ago. I was 28 or something like that. Yeah, and I felt like I was prepared to be by myself. I don't feel like I would have made it as well when I was 18. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, too, I feel like things that I know now, business-wise, I wish I knew when I was 17 going into college. 17, you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Yeah, see, I dropped out of college. I went to college for, like, a year, year and a half, I guess. And I just didn't, like, I was on the dean's list. I did really well, but I just didn't. It's not for everybody. I'm a firm believer that college is not for everyone. It worked out well for me and everything. That's great for me. But I'm a firm believer that it's not for everyone. Right. Not every She's career. You there's a lot of careers you need a degree for, obviously. Well, I'm a teacher, so I did actually need my Well, degree. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Teachers get hey, underpaid drastically. I love being a teacher, actually. I'm, well, I then you know exactly so what I'm talking about. You have a sense of purpose when you go to work every day. I do. You know I, I love mean? what I do. And that stuff matters. That, that's my passion. Not only yeah. this, the podcast, discussion gang, but teaching. I love being a teacher. Yeah. You can pay me tomorrow to go back to school. And go back into debt because that's all I think about. Like that's as much as I enjoy school, I just can't. They're like, well, what if I'm like, I don't. There's no scenario that makes me feel happy about going back to college because the first thing I think about is, is debt. debt. And they're I like, swear. well, you're almost done. I don't care about being done. I'm not in debt anymore. I'm not going back. They're like, yeah. but well, you only need it. I don't saying. care how many classes I need. It. I'm not going back. That's what debt. I'm saying is if people will in America, we don't like think anything of people going to college and taking out all that debt. Like right. most people don't even really think much of it. But yeah. on the flip side, if you wanted to pursue something like a business and you told someone you were going to open a skateboard shop like I did, everyone looks at you like, that's a horrible yeah, three head. Right. Why are you right. going to do that? You know what I mean? And it's like, well, why not? Even if it failed, I would have learned a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you about a DM we just got? Sure. <laughs> said, Passion Pond got me rethinking my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, how can I go into work at 8 a.m. tomorrow and quit? And quit. How can I quit? Discussion gang and discussion gangsters my entire life. 
Seriously, <laughs> for real, I tell people this all the time though. You can make money doing like anything. Mm-hmm. Whatever whatever your thing is that you're passionate about, there are ways to make that a living. I interviewed a guy. I'm not kidding. I'm about to put this one on the radio on Sunday. I interviewed a guy that on Instagram, his name is The Grilled Cheese Dude. He the makes grilled people cheese grilled dude? cheeses. Wow. Seriously. Is that the guy that goes around like people's like parties and stuff and makes them? Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of this. He gets I saw a real of him. To make he gets paid really crazy. Grilled cheeses. He made them for like Jack Harlow and stuff. That's crazy. Grilled if, you can, if you can make money making, making grilled, grilled cheese. cheese, come on. Like is whatever your passion is. And more. it says it's grilled cheese. Don't ask for anything special. It's cheese and bread and it's I thought I saw some like food <laughs> truck that looked like that. And they're like, no, no substitution. Don't ask for this. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy because that sounds vision. like something I just said a few nights ago to my friends. And I I was saying, I was like, I want to open a burger spot and just call it burger. And when you open the menu, the only thing on it is it's a burger. You get what you get. And, you can't, <laughs> and they give you whatever the fuck the, the chef feels like. And that's what you get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, oh, no, I wait. it's a burger. You get what you get. Alert <laughs> to any allergies. But but you know what I'm saying. All, all I'm saying is kind of like whatever that thing is that you really want to do, you can find a way to make that a living. Like absolutely. absolutely, there's ways to do it. And sometimes you have to get creative and you have to have different streamed revenue. You know, like with the show, if I wanted to exclusively do the show and make enough money, that would be kind of hard. But I also get paid to paint murals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also make money through oh, my nice. show. And then I have my clothing, you know, a, my apparel line. There's because of all the different streams, they're all kind of a part of the same thing and I'm able to make a living. Right. So there's ways to do that stuff. So like, let me let me let me ask you on the podcast point. It's like an A B question. A to make the money, are you making it strictly off your views and your listeners? Or are you like charging to sit down with people as well? Um it's mostly advertisements. Mm-hmm. Okay. So part of it is because I'm on the radio, I can run as many advertisements on the radio as I want, like where I live. So I sell like sponsorship packages, right? So like a company or a business or whatever will pay me X amount of dollars. And then I, I tell them, this is how many ads you're going to get on the radio. This is how long they are. I give them a sample. Plus, you know, to start an episode on Apple or whatever, I'll have it. My show's now finally doing a uh, video. I stayed away from doing video for a long time, but now everything's <laughs> video. So I sell ad placement, you know, so there'll be like a picture frame with the brand in the placement okay. and I'll tell I'll mention it during the episode. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I mean there are businesses reach out. The thing is is you can't have whatever you're creating be dictated by money. Otherwise right. it's going to get clouded really fast. So all of the sponsors that I work with, I only will advertise for people that I genuinely believe in that I think okay. follow the same like ideals as I do. So I like I've had guests that have paid to be on. People will pay to be a guest on the show because it's, it's great marketing for their business. But I'm only going to do it if it actually still follows the same general story that I'm trying to tell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to sell. I'm not going to have a car dealer come on my show. Right. I'm not going to have okay, somebody gotcha. who sells insurance come on my show. I, it doesn't matter what they pay me. Right. So I like the integrity. I like that a lot. It's all about the money for you. This is something you're passionate about. So you care what your brand represents. Well, and I money follow follows. somebody like that who will not advertise. Like she'll do reviews on stuff that she likes. She's like, yeah. you can't pay me to advertise yeah. your product if I don't like. Like I'll do a product review for free if I like it, but yeah. you you can't pay me enough 
to lie about your product. So, and yeah. she, has, she has a lot of following. So I was just like, I mean, it works. And she does all of her, her sponsors, all the marketing for other businesses is based off of, just like you said, like something you believe in. And for her, it's something I'm, I'm not going to advertise you if I don't use your product, if I don't like it, if it's not of quality, if it's some credibility that, that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fact. I mean, I think money will follow if you're good at anything you do. Right. You just yeah. focus on getting good at your craft and providing value for people. Mo opportunities to make money are just going to follow anyways. I don't think you have to try really that hard for that to happen. Um, and, and if you don't believe in the product you're advertising and you're doing that consistently, people aren't going to listen or ever buy the things you're advertising on your show anyways. The point of being an yeah. influencer or ha a person of influence through like a podcast or whatever is when you promote something, the people that listen to you value your opinion on things. That's why they listen to you. Then they're mm -hmm. going to want to buy it or, you know, it's more likely that they'll try this service or buy whatever. But if you don't buy it, like, or, or if they don't, like, if you don't believe in it, they're not going to believe you if you continue to push these things out. And not only that, but then it makes them not believe you for anything else that you have to say, because it questions the integrity of everything else. And they're like, well, yeah. how much what they're saying is paid for then. That's you know a gem. He dropping all the gems in eight. But speaking of... <laughs> Don DeMarco. Because <laughs> he's, he's speaking about um, his radio so presence. And we have a topic that actually has to do with radio. And that so that brings us into our viral media segment. Ow. Y'all like my little thingies? <laughs> I like how excited you are about this. I'm really excited. So about it, guys. Wait, y'all saw it? Yeah. Yes. Wait, you see it? I see it. Don't do it again. I'm not going to do it again. That happened with Ryan. <laughs> too. Like, he didn't see it or whatever the case may be. But anyway, so this is a clip from a um, recent radio interview with Young Jock. I actually didn't know that Young Jock. I'm about to was say, hey, there. that's Young Jock. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that it had anything to do with Young Jock until I watched the video. But before I say anything about it, I'm gonna play the clip. It's like a five minute clip, but I queued it up, so we're only gonna play a couple minutes of it. And that's probably for his benefit. Uh, you care to share? Actually, I. Sorry, I need to intro it before I play it. So what's happening already is this man called into the, the radio show and he was dating a woman for a few months or, or however long. And then she suddenly ghosted him. He hasn't heard from her in six months. So he had the radio show do one of those things where they call her and he's on the line, but she doesn't know. And so they're oh, asking gosh. her, they're asking her why she ghosted this man. And she's saying right now, she's saying, I don't want to talk about it on air. I she's saying, I shouldn't. It's not a good idea. Uh, okay. I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah, we, we saw a problem now. We, 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 I mean, because, you know, people call it every morning, you know. What we do now. We, people don't want to talk. They think, you know, I don't want to be embarrassed. But if it, even if you think it's something that is embarrassing, it's probably... Might be therapeutic for you to go and tell us what's happening for your soul. Mm. Not for your soul. <laughs> for your soul. Well, you know what? I think it's for the best interest. I don't go into details. Really, I can just end this call right now because I don't want to speak on it no more, mm. and I don't want to speak on no situation that involves Don. Mm. No, 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 no. I'm, look, I'm here. This is Don, I'm on the line. So that's I'm him. He's line. making himself known. Oh, wow. Okay, well, we will um, tell you that part. Don is actually on the phone. Uh, you don't want to talk about it with Don. She's mm. she's there, so I guess you try your best to talk to her. 
Marie, what's going on? I mean, what's really going on? You know, since we on the platform and you really want to know what's going on. I do. Uh, yes, I want to know exactly what's going on. I messaged you a few times, just hung out, no response. Did he cheat, Marie? Did he cheat? No, he didn't you and your homeboy were in the kitchen talking about Gangster Talk. Do you recall what I was talking about? The situation that happened in July of 2020. Because y'all was talking Big Boy Talk. Y'all was talking to Gangster Talk, but y'all did. So you don't recall what y'all was talking about at the Kiba? Yeah, um, no, I mean, it might be. What were they talking about? So July 2020, they was talking about that they robbed the guy and they shot and killed him. You don't remember that, Don? Y'all was at the gas station and y'all oh. shot oh. and killed. You remember that? Look, Marie, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I bet that you know. Was that you were talking about. Oh, oh. The guy that you shot and killed, that was my brother. You like, yo. Well, then. Hello. Um, hey, he hung up. Um, they don't think it. That's not some serious accusations. Are you sure? I mean, I, I don't want to question you. I don't want to question because we all call it. I'm positive. They were talking about the gas station that they was at. And everything, how many times they shot him, and just laughing and joking about the situation. And the whole time I'm putting pieces together, like, hold on. They talking about me, they talking about my brother. And we haven't we we haven't even found the people that killed him. So now knowing that it was them, yeah, I just this is why I didn't want to talk about it on the radio. But I understand the platform is on, but I'm just in a in a tough situation right now because we've been dating. I actually like Don, but after finding out the situation, I just I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Okay, well, first and foremost, we want to tell you that you know we're sorry for your love. Child, yes. So. I'm sorry. What's tough about that? Cause um, I'm thinking like a canary. You got me fucked up. Oh my, my god! <laughs> <laughs> one, of my, one of my brothers? No. Or I'm like, why you ain't set this man back up now? Nah. <laughs> Not one of my brothers. <laughs> Honestly, oh my god, that's a good question. Why? Why didn't you set him up? Like. <laughs> I mean, what, why is she in the tough spot? I mean, that's your brother. Like, okay, you like him. That's great. I could care less. That's my brother. Why aren't you called Crime Stoppers? Fuck the radio. <laughs> <laughs> or that would have been an anonymous tip of the day. Of the right. day. Of the, like, so that's definitely you know so the question after seeing that is what do you do if you're her and what do you do if you're him in that situation? <clears throat> me, me, me. I'm, I'm not going to play the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> I know how I feel about my brothers. Absolutely not. We don't. <laughs> Man, I would have like, called him over. Who he called? And cops have been waiting. <laughs> That's my thing. I was trying to say, how long was she waiting until she says something? Because what was she gonna do? Because like she, all she did was ghost him. Like, okay, that's. That's not doing anything for anyone. He would have came over for a booty call and got real handcuffs. I ain't about to play with you, bro. Like, like, you you know, killed my brother. The police would have been in the closet. <laughs> like, oh God. 
But here's the question: Like, how do you feel? You don't kiss this man, probably made love to this man. This is the man that took your brother from you. Oh like, my damn. god! That literally has to like hurt. I your could soul. never live with myself. But like, she didn't know. She didn't know, so it's not like her fault. But ah. Uh, but once you know, it's like damn. Not sure the statute of limitations, but I don't know what can be done. So that's also is there even a statute of limitations on murder? I no. don't think there is. No. No. They I got people. Is, so I'm thinking, okay, go to the police. Granted, they may not be able to do a whole lot because you know it's hearsay. She's telling of a story she heard. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. but but she got details. That she gives it. She has details, and that at least points them in the direction of a suspect. And if they had any evidence, they could start putting two plus two Exactly. Together. You know? So yeah. um, Chris, my question is chime in here. Oh, sorry. Chris, yeah, I don't know. I saw the person who the person who put in there, like, how is she on the fence about anything? Why like why was it yeah, why would she even be on the fence? What do you want to fence about? What's that? Like, what is she on the fence about? Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, well, obviously, yeah, no. gonna get man, loyalty ain't loyalty. That's what I feel. Right I'm now. calling the popo. Okay, <laughs> I'm calling. I'm calling every. My question now. though, my question is, who openly just talks about a murder they committed, just chilling in the club? he's an idiot for even speaking about it in mixed company. You, if you did some shit like that, either a, you're supposed to never talk about it again. Or B, only talk about it in a private setting with the people that were there. But y'all sitting here kikiing. Like, you, you know what I mean? about it at a public event. Don't know she, who walking by and listening. Like That's what I'm saying. She could have easily gave anonymous tip, not gave her name. Like, listen, I heard such and such. They could have followed up. Kitchen. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Like, that, I, I'm going to assume that she, he didn't know that that was her brother. So he didn't think anything of And there's no way it. he knew. I would have started no making some grits. There's no way he knew, because otherwise he wouldn't have been confused about why she ghosted him. He also would have hung up. He I would have been here with some grits. That's what I would have did. He would have got <laughs> some grit ball. A little bit, just if she thought that ghosting him was the best solution and not trying to go about it legal route, it makes me wonder how close was she to her brother that the first place she didn't go was the police, like. I could see how right. she's on the fence. I, I didn't get that. You could, I feel like you could be mad about what happened because now you don't have the opportunity to have that relationship with that person. Like you're not that close, but at the same time, that's your brother. It's like I could see why she would be on the fence if she wasn't that close to him. That's that's the only way I could see it. The okay, so if, but my thing is in that in that area, if you feel in that way, why you bug? Why why bug out then? If you wasn't really that close to my understand your brother. But then it's she like she didn't bug out. She just ghosted dude. She didn't go to the police. She didn't call nobody else. She just ghosted him, and then he just wanted to know why. But you just put that on the airways, so now the feds just she didn't even want to knock that. on your door, boy. She didn't like, even want to put it out there. He's the one who pressed her. This and was so, weird to me. I actually don't think it was a good idea for her to bring it up on the air. She should have hung up, like she said, because one, now you know the police might come to her with something. That would be a good thing, but two. The goons might come for her ass now. Not only that, her family probably True. had to tell her that she knew it. Like you knew that time, right. you knew that shit. <laughs> you found this out months ago, and you didn't tell anybody else. You up here giving like, balloons to the sky, and you know the killers got it. I feel like that. I absolutely See, think snitch culture is playing a part because she probably felt like if she snitched, she would have got got. 
what I'm saying? Yeah, there's rules. And the rules of the streets is if you're not involved, if you're not in that life, there's no specific extension. That's the rules of the street. If you were in the environment, do what you got to as, as a person, also, as a former street nigga, that's how it's supposed to be. My thing is though, how would they know that she snitched? If you if you telling somebody else, you know what I mean, and it's anonymous. Like, I would have told my cousin I mean? that can't keep a secret. Ain't nothing yeah. anonymous once the police become involved. I'm, I'm snitching. I'm yeah, your name gonna be on that paperwork no matter what. And they were like, unless you do a, testify, unless you like, call and do a no, if you call and do a tip, a tip hotline, they they can't really trace that. They're not supposed to be able to trace that. Yeah, not supposed exactly to be able to. Back when they used to have like, <laughs> heard that part. Stuff. but now, but now, like if you call from like a burner cell and then get rid of it, how are they gonna figure it out? Like, they all let me, let me, I ask, let me ask. you. I'll tell you how. I was gonna say not. I was gonna say not that Where you bought it? <laughs> they, yeah, they I was gonna say you the murderer. What card you use? Who name on that card? What day you bought I it? Like, the camp, what go how your did easy we get pass here? went through this tunnel so they were able to, <laughs> bruh, they use your easy pass to five people. You brought a juicy fruit in the water. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Chris, let me ask you, Chris, in that situation, would you have, and you had a party here, somebody talk about they killed somebody in your family you loved, what would you have done that in that moment? Would you have been like, let me be quiet, let me dip, or let me, yo, what, what you talking about, bro? Like, Well, I would just immediately go to the police. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even entertain a conversation with that person. No, no why? No, that would be terrible. Oh my god! Yeah. You, you literally just like get up and leave. My question <laughs> like, is, how like, did you? I let them know, know that I'm I know. You. Now I'm a target. You know, I'm real curious. You don't you want them like to that. know as little as possible about it. You need to get the cops involved. It's unnecessary evil is kind of how I feel about cops, but you just need to get it taken care of. You know what I mean? By all of a sudden throwing it on the air like that. I feel like it would have been better if she had just started recording the conversation when it happened. Put, put, don't put it on the radio. That like, uh, idea too. Put that phone on record, <laughs> walk up and hug him. Never get caught. <laughs> never. <laughs> that might have been a good idea too. But and then I don't know, like, you know, I'm not a, a lawyer, but I feel like she just made everybody in that radio station and all of us that was listening accessories after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Now you got somebody hitting you on your inbox. You shared that shit. Oh damn it! Well, the thing is, is you can't be throwing you can't be throwing accusations like that just around. You know what I mean? Because right. you're criminalizing somebody, and whether or not it's true, now people have heard that about this person. If it's not true, now everyone thinks that they did this thing because you just mm -hmm. put it up there publicly. Everybody heard that shit. And well, it's like what a very makes serious him look accusation, bad? You know what makes him look bad though is that he hung up. Like soon as oh, yeah. <laughs> he, so he like, hung up, the phone up, like. Yeah, he called his homie ASAP. Hey, yo, man, we gotta go. That's my question. Like, what what do you do next if you're him and you're on this radio call and thinking you're lying trying to find out why a chick dipped on you? And that's what I'm, I'm, about to to I'm about to take an extended lunch at break. Go to never come back. Bro, I'm surprised he's still living because you went against the code telling this girl. So now that you hung up, you think hanging up made it better? No, the people who did this with you coming for you at the they your that ass might ass actually ass. make you do her, and then they're gonna do you. My question is, how did Young Jock get his number? Who passes information around like this? Come on, now. the man he called into the radio station about trying to talk to this girl. Like none of this was supposed oh, to come out. Heard, it, heard. This was not like some like a sting like crime buzz. He thought he was just trying to find this girl and trying to find out why she ghosted him. This didn't happen. He didn't think that that well, had. Did the radio nothing. station even post this? <laughs> like, I'm saying, like, 
but I from what from the screens grab that when I put when that that recording it looked like this was on Instagram Live also. Yeah, he yeah, goes so live on the radio show. Yeah, so that looked like screen grabbed it. Have really the option to not. Well, y'all saw homegirl on the back. She was like, "Yo, cut this shit off. Cut this shit off." Bro. <laughs> I, she was like, I was, what you was saying, Go to commercial. Go to commercial." <laughs> yeah, like that. That that, situ- that whole situation is crazy because now, like we said, on one hand, she better watch her back. On the other hand, he gotta watch his back now. They all got to watch their back because once the feds hear it, it's over. You know, the feds always watch So She got to move out of the country and change her identity. Like, she got to go. She got to be like you from um, Ghost. Like, she got to leave the country and not be able to come back and be a whole. Dante Spears and, and uh, Mecca is not the same person. Like, she needs to be two people in one place, not in this country. I'm just saying, I'm going to tell her right now. If she walking through the mall, somebody screaming in, she better not turn around. Keep walking, shorty. Her whole family Keep probably walking. Ain't no way that you know who did this, that you set on this. You know who exactly do the, did you this. You let it go on the radio. Nobody. Yeah, it just blows. You my went on the radio mind. and told the radio instead of your family. Just blows mm. my mind. You would just publicly be talking about that, like yeah, that just, was the dumb part too. And then being just like, casually. well, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm on the fence about it. What do you, even if it like. If you're around somebody that's involved in murder, period, you would think you would just be like, nope, fuck this, I'm out. You're right. Exactly. I don't want to be on no stand. I don't want to be on no paperwork. I don't know you. I'm going to tell this anonymous tip and I'm dipping. I'm out of here. I'm out here in the morning and you will never see me again. Bruh, that that literally happened to me. Like, I dated a guy who was from memphis and they apparently that's a thing down there where like you cut the wrong person off in traffic they're following you to shoot you oh no memphis is real and the the stories that were told by this individual we only went out on one date because i'm like i don't know if you're involved but i can't put myself in the line of fire i can't like see i'm from the small town of wisconsin i'm up in the middle of like (sighs) this stuff doesn't happen so i don't know (laughs) I'm like pretty out of my element on this one. I'm like, sure they they you traffic, so now they dead. Like what? I'll tell you this as a as a bouncer, as a bouncer, I don't see some things. Listen, I'm by my business sometimes. I'm not about this. What? what? I ain't seen nothing. Exactly. And listen, <laughs> on the air right now, and they ain't saying shit. I ain't seen nothing. You know what? I, bro, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I ain't seen nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't even well, work here. Before we switch to our last topic. Chris, this is normally where we let the let the guest hop off, unless you would like to stay with us for our final topic. It's up to you. I mean, you guys are super cool, but I still haven't eaten. So I'm <laughs> oh, you eat? oh, no, you didn't? Oh, yeah, go, go eat. Go eat. That glass of water going to cut it, bro. Go eat. I was making chicken wings and acorn squash, and that's in the oven. It takes a while, all right? Oh, so, oh my God. Oh, he over there. He, he breathing good, eating good. I need to talk to you, Chris. <laughs> You gotta go eat. Go fuel. Well, well, Chris, we definitely appreciate you, bro. You dropped some gems on us tonight. We appreciate yes. that, man. And yeah. Thank for you sure. for every every word that you say. No, like, if, you see, if you see, you're, giving us, in you're giving us inspiration to be passionate and quit these yes. times. Like, quit. Yeah, I, you, I don't even got a plan, but nine nine a.m. tomorrow, I'm be like, so don't piss me off today. Nah, he got me. He got <laughs> I'm not me passionate about this job. Okay. He got me one his snooze ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> but now for make sure like, you guys follow at Passion Pod on Instagram. You can find them tagged in our story, tagged in our most recent posts, and all that. Make sure you follow them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. 
Chris, thank you for coming on. Appreciate you, Chris. Thank you. Closing remarks before you head out. Honestly, like listen to the show, not because of me. It's just the people I interview are out of this world. I've had some really ridiculously cool guests. I had this dude, Chef Andre Sickinger. If you look him up on season five, he was Eddie Murphy's personal chef for a year. The dude okay. turned down cooking for the Queen of England. Dude's Australian. His accent's crazy. His stories like are mind-blowing. So him, the episode with Wayne Hoffman was crazy. The episode with Lamorne Morris, the guy who played Winston on New Girl is a gem. There's... There's some really cool guys. Oh, you got some heavy hitters on there. I'm okay. saying yeah, yeah. you got all the connects. Like. That's what I'm saying. It's not even me talking that's like interesting. If you like what I'm saying, you got to listen to what these people are saying. It's crazy. <coughs> well, we so. already subscribed to you from our YouTube account, so we'll make sure to catch some, some more of your episodes in the future. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thanks again. Thanks, right, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Oh, bye, Chris. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was dope. Oh. <laughs> 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 What's not even that cute today, but thank you. <laughs> Chris got Chris got me wanting to delete my lines. Hey, I'm about to delete all my lines. Like after this thank job, you, like, I'm, I'm calling out. Why are you calling out? I got passion. I got to follow my passion. Okay, it don't even matter. I'm passionate. Are you sick? Passionate. My passion. All right, Do it. things we're passionate about. Our last topic of the night is going to be relationships. Oh God. Yes! I hate you. <laughs> yes, Sam. Yes, Sam. <laughs> Ma'am. I really can't stand her, bro. <laughs> These beautiful graphics now, just screaming. <laughs> she get on my nerves. <laughs> listen. Listen, it made sense to me. <laughs> I hit you too, you bet. Right. Me. I was trying to fit in more of it, but listen, okay. Anyway, so our relationship topic <laughs> you know for the night. <laughs> our relationship topic for the night. If you're so this actually stems from something I saw on Facebook earlier this week, but I'm not gonna put that that part of the story is not really relevant. So if your partner, your spouse, whatever, assuming they're the opposite sex, gets into an altercation with someone of the opposite sex. So let's say you're a man, she's a woman, she's arguing with a dude. Are you now obligated to beat up this dude when it becomes like when it gets to that moment? She's like, "Oh, my man will knock you out." Ah, ah, ah. Are you obligated to go in and swing for her? Beat what that ass. Her say? If you get slapped, you just got slapped. Not just playing. I'm fucking. With you. <laughs> oh damn! We both can't drive with black eyes. <laughs> I kind of agree. Like, <laughs> why See, we me being... get into a fight? Like, why? Why? Why we both got to get slapped in this situation? Like, I don't understand. So I, I was like... in this situation. I was in this situation. I'll tell you that. Uh, so I'll tell you what happened. So me and my shorty at the bar I work at, and my night off, so I'm chilling. And some dude on dance floor, he he drunk, he dancing, so whatever. So I go get a drink. When I used to drink, and she like, what the fuck? And like, she jumped back. She like, yo, this nigga just touched me in my private part. So I'm like, what? So she in his face like, nigga, I'll beat my, my girl on play. So then I'm like, yo, my man, back up. So he thought he was gonna swing on. Show. I'll beat this man. Listen, it's okay. Is it a physical altercation or is just they just argue? Well, that yeah, was you gotta break that down. The question I was gonna say. So it does the answer change? If he actually puts his hands on her, ain't no dude pressing my shorty, me, my bro. Nigga stand there. Let me tell you, son. We got problems. That ain't my nigga no more. Problem, shorty. Shorty, we got a problem. Shorty. Well, if a girl's arguing with your boyfriend, <laughs> and we she, got a problem. She slaps shorty. him in the face. 
bitch, you're not putting your, I don't even slap my neck. So right. why the fuck would you put your hands in this face? You're my girl. I'll protect you by any means necessary. I don't care if you right or wrong. Right now, we together. Um, you right in my eyes. So we get in that car. I'm going to curse you fuck out. But if this man coming at you aggressive, I'm beating that ass. I agree with what Julie said because sometimes when women are in a club, sometimes some people will be in a club drunk. And if you saw the whole interaction go down and you saw that your person is drunk and they started the whole shit, sometimes defending her is dragging her drunk ass away from the altercation before it gets physical. Because if it does get physical, we're adults now. I I feel like people need to be... I'm taking the glasses off. You need to understand that you can go to prison. (laughs) For assault and battery, you can't have Facts. a fight or just just to have one. You can't put your hands on people and think, "Oh, it was just a fight. It was just a fight." No, if that person presses charges, you're going to jail. Like, well, should if people understood that, I wouldn't have a job. Because maybe if he slap you, you just got slapped. I don't know. What's wrong with you? I guess the situation is the situation. No, it depends it is, on what's going if, on. If your par- if your partner didn't start the problem, that's that's totally fucking different. And it, if it's still like, containable, you can still walk away. That's what I'm saying. Like, absolutely. I don't care. Absolutely. Take your pride out. Take your pride out. Like, here's my my answer to a few of the scenarios. If they're just arguing. I'm not going to run up and just hit her for no reason. If she puts her hands on him, I'm absolutely going to black out and put my hands and feet on her. Right. If, if they're just arguing and he tells me swing, I'm going to be honest, I'm still a little bit crazy. So before I even, my brain even catches up, I'm going to already have swung before I like wrap Here's my thing too. Here's my, here's my situation too. Like I... My nigga better not ever put me in a situation where he put me in that type of predicament. Like, don't don't purposely it. ever do no shit like that. You know right. what I mean? Now, if we if we out and the shit just happened, somebody, you know what I'm saying, you bumping at somebody, da-da. like we've been, me and my boyfriend have been in situations where we've gone out before. And when we when we go out, especially when we go like to the club or something like that, we're super like dancing, we doing all type of shit. And a lot of people be looking at us because we we that type of fucking couple, right? But at the same time, like, it's been situations where people, like, looking at us funny or they trying to be, you know, da-da-da, and we just gonna brush you off. But if it's ever a situation where you purposely trying to start something, don't ever put me in no type of, no type of shit where we both can get harmed. Don't purposely ever right. do Don't purposely be don't like, ever all right, I can beef with this woman because my girl will handle it. Yeah, oh. like, don't. Yeah, I understand that. I'm a grown ass woman, my nigga, and I'm I'm too pretty to fight. <laughs> you see me? So at the end of the day, <laughs> the glasses are off. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking sure. I'm be honest. I'm not gonna throw my glasses I'm... because I need them to see. So <laughs> y'all can throw your glasses, but <laughs> honestly, I'm a very non-confrontational person. It takes a lot for me to to do bodily harm to people. Like you literally have to touch me for me to you hit you. Lover, not a fight. No amount. No, no, I'm not. I'm not a lover. Shane, I love her. But for me, like it, it doesn't matter what you say. You could curse the ground that my deceased mother walked on. And I would still not swing just because I'm like, words literally mean shit to me. Word. You can say whatever you, you can say, talk hot shit about one of my sisters. Cause I don't play about them. Will not be swinging. Will not be swinging until there's you only, touch there's me. Only, mm. Yeah, because it's absolutely once you touch me. There's only two things that I'll swing on you for. If you say to me, that's that's something about my kids or invite me to your man. Invite me to your manhood. If you invite me to your manhood, your jaw go on the floor, bro. I don't care nobody else. Say. 
I'm, I'm, I'm the same way as Nisi. Like, you really got to touch me first. The funny thing is, I was raised to hit first. My mom said, swing first. I'm going to fuck. They remember that first punch. My mom, my mom so- told me the opposite. <laughs> she said, let them swing first because they instigated the fight. Now, duck. Don't let them just square you. She's like, they always let them swing first. I was like, all right. Right. Okay, well, I'm first. Don't get knocked <laughs> out. Don't, don't get, get hit. Let, out. let him swing, duck. Oh, all right, you started the shit. Now, right, that, was, that was her thing. She's like, if you swing first, you can just knock him the fuck out. And just keep moving. See, my thing is this. My mouth is reckless. My mouth is reckless when I get pissed off. So my I'm going to say something and make you swing at me. I'm going to say something and make you swing at me. My mouth, okay? Especially, like, just me going anything. Like, I, a lot of people can't handle my mouth. My shit get crazy. I talk crazy. I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm going to cut you the fuck She's out. so small, but so big. Bronx vibes. <laughs> it's, it's really crazy. Like, dead ass. Like, see, the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm like that too, JC. I'm like the same fucking way. Like, dead ass. Oh, you, oh, you want to start something. First of all, y'all know I'm a wordsmith. So my vocabulary is endless. We could do this all night. <laughs> Metaphors. All night. <laughs> all night. <laughs> You uncultured swine. You uncultured swine. Like, first of all, <laughs> and then and then at some point I just get to the nonchalant. I'll be like, okay. And and yeah, and? that's kind of where I've been taking it. And I feel like with with like certain situations, people will try you because they don't have anything to lose. Yep. True. And that's where my situation was with I, I won't put the details out, but someone in my past that mm-hmm. was trying to start an altercation with me, but I'm like, listen, I'm gearing up to go to Thailand, and if I get a fucking arrested for mm-hmm. fighting, and I get a battery charge or something like that, that jeopardizes yeah, yeah. This person that's trying to fight me is a whole bum, no card, barely paying their rent, like, no nothing that is significant in their yeah. life. Sorry, you have nothing to lose, so obviously it's fine <laughs> for you to be out in the street fighting, you know what I'm saying? I've been looking at shit like that though. Like you know what Absolutely. I mean? Just, just, just in life. But even, especially now, like I got too much shit going on. Like right. literally, whole ass business. Go ahead. Buy oh, some, hello. Buy some. Hello. Uh, a year in jail um, ruin a lot of shit. <laughs> but we not like you know what I mean. You got when you got a lot to lose, that shit don't be worth it to you. When you Never. really, when you really just out here just bummy, just just when a big bum. Even me, like then it's I'll like say, all I'll, right. I'll say this. I think. You out here doing I, all that dumbass shit, like girl. I, I think luckily for me, my size and my facial demeanor automatically makes motherfuckers leave me the fuck alone. Oh, absolutely. People think twice before they fucking try me. Because I've had people, especially doing bouncing, like, oh, I'll fuck anybody up. And I turn around, well, not you, big bro. I wasn't talking about you. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought <laughs> change your tune real quick. And I said, whoop. <laughs> the fuck not. Honestly, and I. Call me overly mature. I don't give a shit. Fighting to me, no funny, has never been entertaining. Like even from when I was younger, like yo, same. Bus fights, it's not fun. Fights, when fights I was a girl, kid, star, like, I don't. Yes, that shit is not cool. entertainment to me. Loving hip hop, like, it's not. When fighting, I used to be in high school, I swear to God, like I like they could be, it could be something going on or something like that. Everybody running that shit. I'm the only yep. motherfucker sitting there. That shit is not like. I'm sorry. I'm not. That shit is not. That's how you stay it safe. I'm like, just. Not even that. Like, it's just like, what the fuck is y'all doing? Like, that shit is I'm disgusted that for me, just for me, again, call me overly mature, that you felt the only way to resolve whatever the issue is between you guys 
is to act like animals. That's that's what literally like human nature is gone. You felt like oh, and then when I find out what the fight's about, it's always about something stupid that could have been resolved with words. Like, bro, y'all fighting over a dude who's giving dick to both of y'all. Fight him. When they see each other. Like never. when they see said animals, I, I immediately thought of Mean Girls for some reason. Just... <laughs> right? It was it's, it's like exactly like that. Like, You're giving Mean Girls. When people are like, "Oh, you want to see this fight?" No, that I'm disgusted. When I see grown women fighting. Any person over, I'm gonna say 25, you still fighting like over 18, shit. Like you're not a teenager anymore. Like, Honestly, I once like, I got to college and I realized, okay, in this scenario, you're you're not gonna get suspended from school if you fight. You're gonna get fucking arrested. Arrested. Like, well, a lot of people ain't gonna learn until they hear that word felony. They gonna be, like, oh shit. Exactly. Like, even like. No. Once that word hits your name, it's over. But I need I need whoever's yeah. watching this it's in the future over. to know though, I'm still not to be tried. <laughs> I'm about to say not me. I got shit to lose. My sister always says that people think that because you're meek, that means that you're weak. And I'm a, I consider myself a very meek person. I don't really like to get in arguments with people, let alone Fist, I don't want to do fisticuffs. I don't want to do that shit. But, hey, daddy. Think what you want, Hi, daddy. Hey, daddy. She said, think what you want. I'll beat your ass. Like, beat your ass. Period. But, but, but I'm, I'm also the oldest. So it's always, you know, like, she, always, she calls me Deb. So she'd be like, Debbie will air this bitch out over me. Bitch, no, I'm Debbie. not. Like, I'm <laughs> Water and a taser is all you get. I'm not hurting my back. You her my big knees. Deb. And occasionally she has called me medium Deb. Right. No, you put because you put hands and feet. Y'all the both same. Y'all the same kind oh, of. I agree for hands and feet. I don't care enough. That's the thing. I don't care enough to be violent. I make no regrets. I swear violent. to God. yo, okay. Lisa, you just Dude, violent, right daddy. Thank me and JC here, bro. <laughs> See, I'm different. I'm different. Like, I'm, I don't I'm care zero enough. to a thousand in the blink of an eye. Let me say something. A lot of people. This is this is the thing about me, and a lot of people. Oh no! <laughs> what, what the hell? <laughs> Every time I try to be talking, somebody be talking. All right, good. Um, Wait, what happened? I'm very much like <laughs> my mom's trying to call me. A lot of people. <laughs> I I fucking like don't care, bro. And I'm I I have that attitude about a lot of shit. Like I exactly. Here's the thing about me. Yeah, Nobody yeah, gonna see me sweat. Happen. I don't give a fuck what the fuck going on. Where we at? Was going like none of that. You never gonna see me sweat, bitch. I don't I don't care. Me that's, that's where I'm at with my life. I'm, I'm a mix of what y'all are saying. You're I'm never gonna put me in that like where no. I, you're not gonna get under my skin. Like you're not going to like piss me off that much. There's certain things that I absolutely like. You know, is a are buttons for me. I'm a human being. I'm not gonna say nothing yeah. pisses me off. But yeah. in order for me to jeopardize my livelihood, my businesses, my career, and everything, there that has to be, it has to be like a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you have to put your hands first. Or you have to really violate me in some like you know some type of way. Uh, that being said, there is one person that I owe an ass whooping to, and when I see her, she will be receiving it. <laughs> <laughs> one night special delivery. Don Demarco. Say her name Oh, she sucker punched me. She snuck me. No, you're gonna know it's coming. Shit. When she say on site, she mean on site. On site. We had a christening. Well, you better ask Jesus. Before we had a funeral. I'm back now. I'm back now. Oh, oh, is she watching the live? I hope so. The fuck somebody said it to her. I'm not 
Somebody send it to her. Shit. She got bounce the sword bouncing. She's mad. <laughs> like, I have not forgotten that her ass woman is on layaway and it's got new exploration. <laughs> no, I got a couple she asses. She's girl. Catch her. <laughs> she's clutching. <laughs> well, everybody knows when it comes oh, to DG. I'll beat anybody ass, so y'all better shut the fuck out. Bro. Okay, so what about I'm saying is because I'm in the 30 game. plus club, my check knee light, my check back light is already on. So if a bunch of people in Not DG got to a fight, if, now let's say they're under 25. Y'all got that. Y'all got you for your side. I'm not going to be in pain in, in the morning. I'm like, there's 30 of y'all fighting already. I'm good. I'm a, I'm a, bro, but you know what's crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm going to fear. I'm going to limber up first before the She goes go find that's different. in the car. We gonna be out to eat, and y'all just start cracking her neck. What the fuck? <laughs> yep, like I'm gonna just like be back and get up. <laughs> yeah, because you know my sciatic muscle is not. I can't. Y'all order me enough. Y'all order me another soda. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Any closing remarks? It's time to wrap up the show. We're a little bit over time. Um, so. Try Jesus. Y'all like Try Jesus. I'm about to get real passionate. Because we throw hands. Mark my, um, my words. I'm gonna quit my yeah, job because so uh, I'm passionate about something else. <laughs> Period. <laughs> quit your job. That was the message of the night show. That, 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 that was the message. Everybody. Now hold on. Now hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Disclaimer. 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 Don't be passionate about no bullshit. Make sure what you're passionate about is some real shit. Nah, don't listen, be like, oh, he did, he this three five can turn into a pound. Anything, no. right? Not like, every no. If you Mama can't cook, here, don't be selling dinners. Don't quit your job. <laughs> you can't cook. Don't quit your job. Clean your kitchen before you try to sell dinners and take pictures. Oh please. God. Oh, we got Don't be out here. Don't be out here <laughs> making Facebook reels <laughs> and your camera crack. Listen, if you're gonna have a passion. <laughs> oh God. And don't tell nobody discussion game told you to quit your job and stay home and be a bum. We're kidding. Thank guys. you. Because my taxes and my nine to five are paying for you to sit if, on your if ass. You don't, if you don't have yeah, enough money to pay your bills, don't just quit your job. Don't. We got to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to survive out here. Yeah, be, like he said, plan it. You got to have a plan, maybe take out a business loan or something. Like, and then quit. And then quit. Yeah, don't okay. wait until tomorrow. Like Danielle and the gang said, no, we didn't. No, no, no. Because <laughs> don't hit me up for no money. I can't help you. No, because don't. don't. We don't got our cash You're app. You're already getting my money from the taxes from my paycheck. You ain't. Our cash money. app is for receiving only. <laughs> but we can take the donations. Discussion. Yeah, we receiving <laughs> only. Baby. We have a donate to DG button. Donate. That is that is not. A mutual fund. Yeah. Dottie said we ain't got no couches to offer people to sleep. It is not mutual. <laughs> Absolutely not. You're not about to lay no my couch. motherfucking couch out. Absolutely not. We're okay. We're getting.